Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vance with Laurentia on the DeLorean TV, a channel that celebrates ordinary people doing extraordinary things. So please subscribe, like, share, and also click on that notification bell to get notified anytime I post new content. So for today's episode, I will be talking about the Igbo Apprenticeship program so just a bit of a background um this program started in 1971 so some of us are familiar with the biafra war so after the end of the war in 1970 um the Nigerian government literally confiscated um, the Igbo's bank accounts. Um, they took their properties. Some of their neighbors also took their properties and just, you know, chased them out. So there was not only after the war crisis, there was economic um, crisis and everybody was kind of literally starting from scratch. So in 1971, the People's Club of Nigeria, they introduced a scheme called um Waboy, <laughs> which is known as the Igbo apprenticeship um, scheme one of the objective is to um, help you know young boys to train young boys on how to do businesses because you can understand that after the war and the bank accounts and businesses were kind of confiscated lots of family were out of income they couldn't send their kids to school so the only way that um, they could solve the economic crisis was to introduce a scheme whereby um, the ones that were not affected the wealthy ones come back home and pick usually young you know boys um, some of them back then maybe after secondary school uh they couldn't send them to you know after they couldn't send them to university so they had to take them and teach them how to trade some of them even as early as primary school they had to go live with um either these uh, bosses are either relatives um a pillar of the community or maybe somebody that is just um, doing well in the community and wants to help so this scheme is usually an average of um, five to eight years, depending on the number of years being agreed um, with the boss and the family. And um, the boys are taken to uh, wherever the, the bosses are. So they serve them, they wash their cars, they help them run errands, they help them in the shop. In return, they teach them, you know, whatever trade they are in and maybe after the end of the the year being agreed on uh, they set them up with shops they set them up with um, money and uh, settle them it's called settlement they settle them and then they go out and do their businesses so this is the you know genesis of the Igbo apprenticeship scheme and this has been reviewed by harvard business school it is a very known and you know appreciated scheme that a lot of people have a lot of countries and a lot of you know other people have has adopted it's a very successful one it has made loads of you know nigerian entrepreneurs it has a lot of billionaires and millionaires have come out of this scheme and actually useful to the society so one of the reasons why i'm talking about this is because i was involved in a conversation with some nigerian youths and one of the conversations you know the 
election is literally um in a few months and um we had a candidate dr philippe dao and he organized like a session to talk to the youths so there was a video sessions and one of the problems that the youth mentioned was um or is the issue of unemployment and the issue of unemployment is not just affecting youths it's affecting everybody in nigeria somebody talked about how they graduated and they've it's been several years now they are not able to you know secure a job and they're just kind of managing life on a daily basis and he was his own um issue is you know anybody that is going to come in they should be able to resolve the issue of unemployment sitting down and listening to those these are valid problems i mean if we start talking about the problems that nigeria have we're literally going to sit down here all day and all night but i think what i took away from that meeting was that we have this messiah complex you know we have this thing that we want somebody to come and save us we have this complex of you know um if only this person comes in a different person coming these people are going to help us solve the problem yes there's everybody every society should um clamor for change every society should wish to have a better government but the reality of things is that um there is a problem when we know we know the Nigerian system. The Nigerian system has failed the common man. The Nigerian system has failed youths. The Nigerian system has failed the masses in terms of um, job creation, in terms of diversifying the economy, in terms of you know basic amenities, light, security, and that in turn makes it very difficult for investors to come in and invest in in the nation. Almost everything that is being imported in Nigeria, so. So that is a known problem we have an issue no doubt about that there is a problem and then another pandemic that is brewing is the fact that we are a nation of youths and we have people who even before we were born has been in power and these people are still in power these people don't understand uh, the concept of diversifying economy because they know oil and that is the only thing that they know that is the only thing that you understand and that is the only thing that they think can give them money they believe they come from you know an era where agriculture is seen as um, the poor man's um um job so they don't understand that you know at this rate at this current time if you diversify into agriculture you're importing basically everything why you have over 170 million of people if you do commercial agriculture and feed these people you're not just providing job opportunity for the youth you're providing a whole bunch of things but the reality of thing is do they understand this they don't get it and even if we're saying somebody else is going to come in to solve this problem it's a problem that is not going to it's it's not something you you know just a snap of finger and it gets solved the person is going to come in they are going to kind of 
you know, create policy policies or amend policies that is going to enable, um, you know, investors to come in. This is not going to happen in months. This is this will probably take years for the good or the right candidate to achieve. And this is what we're praying for. But in the meantime, Nigeria is producing millions of graduates every year and we have millions, tens of millions that are unemployed. And when you talk to these youths, um, they blame the government and the government they are blaming are telling them, go back to farming. This government is telling them you have to um, just learn a trade, learn a skill, regardless of if you're a graduate. So. I think one of the things that I have understand is if your Messiah, if the person that you're looking up to to solve your problem is basically telling you this is what you need to do to solve your problem, do not depend on me because I don't know how to solve your problem, then we should take a step back and think of solutions, practical solutions that will be able to get these things and solve this problem. And one of those solutions I think we need to go back to is the apprentice, the Igbo apprenticeship program. If we're not even implementing that in the whole of Nigeria, the Igbos need to look into this because I was watching um, some programs recently and um, not really on YouTube and I came across this drug epidemic that is going on. It is called Murumiri and if you don't know that is meth and people basically, these are youths, these are Igbo youths that have some of them are in school some of them have graduated some of them are waiting for admission these are just youths young vibrant people sitting around doing nothing they are frustrated um they don't know where to go and we have a lot of people even if they don't know let's let's even assume that um the millennials or the gen z's don't know anything about the Igbo apprenticeship skill. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to the society to re-educate them. There are certain things that we need to relearn. You know, I think that is one thing that we need to relearn. So if the government, the Nigerian government is telling you, um, regardless of your education, regardless of your qualification, go back to farming, go learn skills, go learn a trade, then I think it is very important that we look into bringing back the Igbo apprenticeship skill. Yes, I understand that nobody wants to spend five, six years in school and then go back and spend five, eight years doing apprenticeship. Nobody wants that. But we could find a way to, to, to kind of replan you know have a replan of you know re-agreement with these people okay. so apprenticeship is a very good thing that we need to look into and recently harvard business school even acknowledged the Igbo apprenticeship scheme so and it's been applied in all parts of Africa and other parts of the world. I don't know why we as a people have neglected this.
I think one thing I think has replaced the Igbo apprenticeship scheme is the church. The church, you know, the youths go to school and they always find time to go to fellowship. They always find time to go to church, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They always find, find time to go for cell meeting, fellowship, soul meeting, evangelism. You know, most of their spare time are used doing these things. And at the end of the day, they are graduating. And only a few of them who have um, kind of skills, let's say musical abilities, um, acting skills, come out of that system and then are able to transfer that skill into the society. But if you're winning souls, that's why we have pastors everywhere. That's why there are churches in every single look and cranny because if you spend all your time in school going to church, you know, studying and going to church, you are going to come out to be a pastor. If you spend all your time in school doing evangelism, you're going to come out. That is the only thing you know. Nigeria has produced more churches than, you know, any other, um, all the whole African countries combined. This is because what they use spend their time in is church. Their recreational activity is the church. So they don't know better. When they look for a job and they don't get a job, they become a pastor. But if we go back to the drawing board and actually educate ourselves and tell ourselves the truth and make sure, ensure that we put things in place to, I'm not saying don't go to church, go to church, go to fellowship, do evangelism, but ensure that you're balancing this out. Most of these youths don't want to be teachers. Most of these youths don't want to be lecturers. Most of them don't want to be in education at any capacity. So what is the job prospect? Sometimes we need to start telling ourselves the truth. If you know that there is you know, little or no job prospect in what you're studying, then you need to you know, put things in place to ensure that when you come out, um, regardless of, you know, the, what you've studied, you can be useful to the society and to yourself. Don't wait for the government because I want us to understand that this government we're looking at is telling us, go back to farming. It's telling us, go and learn a skill. It's telling us, go and learn a trade. And if we're coming out and we're saying, you know, we, we, we are waiting on the government and when they can't find anything, they become pastors. And then we're blaming the youth for becoming pastors. We're blaming, you know, the, uh, religion for the problems. We're blaming religion for having five different churches in the street because they don't know any better, because they don't know any better. So let us try and make it a point of duty to, to, keep people informed you know sometimes we we you see people graduating and they don't even have a direction of what they want to do not because they because nobody has told them for me this is a serious topic this is a very serious video and the you know the the the, the earlier we start addressing issues the better for us so let us try and not just ask what the government can do for us, but what we can do for ourselves. 
And the beginning of that is acknowledging the fact that these people cannot solve my problem. What can I do to solve my problem? So that is what I have to say for today. Thank you very much for watching today's video. And um, if this video in any way resonates with you, please leave me a comment in the comment section or send me an email at admin at I'm happy to read your views. I'm happy to, to learn more. I mean, this is just my opinion. <laughs> I might be right. I might be wrong. Um, but I just think we need to go back to the drawing board. We need to look for other ways to solve our problems because this savior complex that we have is not going to help us. It's not going to take us anywhere. And it's not going to resolve the issues we are the future. Then we are the future. And look at what is going on. Then just imagine we that has been damaged from, you know, the previous generations. What would happen to the next generation? So let us keep that in mind and help ourselves and help the next generation. Thank you very much for watching this video. And um, see you same time next week. Bye-bye.